This is the High School Football America podcast for March the 25th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding customer service and reliability and different plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, heading to the coal region. All right, people around the country, I know that's not a town, but it's a region, <laughs> hence coal region, and it's one of my favorite regions in the country. Why? It's right next to the Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania, and uh, we're heading to Minersville, the Batlin Miners, and we're going to talk to uh, their second-year head coach, Justin Franz. He uh, is an alum of, uh, of Min- uh, Minersville, and he took over last year. He's going into his second year, and like all of us around the country, we're looking for things to do, and uh, he was very active, and it was uh, that's how we kind of got together uh, very active on our uh, little Twitter fund we've been having, uh, uh, putting up a picture of his uh, stadium, which I've been to. It's been a while since I've been there, I told him. It was a playoff game. I think it was in 2010 or 11. There's a lot of history, by the way, in Minersville. For all of you that are familiar with the story of the Pottsville Maroons, uh, they actually played their games in Minersville at, at one point. And I, uh, I remember when I was there last, I ate at a pizza joint that was on the grounds of where the stadium used to be. I didn't even tell Justin that before I, <laughs> before I I started rolling the tape here, but anyway, you can hear him laughing. He's on the line, and uh, Justin Franz is here to talk a little battling minor football. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thanks, Jeff. It's great to be here. I'm a huge fan of what you do for high school football and and teams and student-athletes around the nation, so this this is my honor to be here. Well, thank you. It's my honor to have you because, you know, I respect uh, the coaching profession and what it does. The fraternity's big, it's strong, and it's it's beautiful. And I know right now we're all chomping at the bit here, so this is a little way to distract uh, on what's going on as we get ourselves healthier. Uh, but uh, let's let's start. I gave a little bit of a, a snapshot there. The Pottsville Maroons, that's a big deal. The, the, you know, 20, about 1920 to 28 and all that. But let's give a little snapshot of the community as we always do when we go to smaller towns across America. you gotta you got to play chamber of commerce mayor i don't know what it is but anyway describe the town a little bit and and how high school football fits into the fabric of it you know you know Myersville is your your typical small town america uh about that seven thousand people here uh you know everybody uh you have families who've been here their whole you know generation after generation so you know a lot of the same you know a lot of the same people a lot of the same businesses uh palermo's what you were talking about is, is one of the best pizza joints around it is uh High school football has, has really dominated this area for forever, as long as I can remember. Um, being a part of it growing up, it, it's something special when you have this small-knit community. Uh, everybody comes out to the games on Friday night. Everybody's around supporting you. Uh, they know what's going on. So you, ha- you have everybody doing their little part to, to help out. And, and it's just typical all-American small town, real neat town. You look out, you can see everything. So it's just a really neat, nice area to be. Talking to Justin Franz, the head coach at Minersville High School. He's an alum there. He's come back to give back to the community as their uh, head coach. And, you know, Coach, I said at the beginning, I used the term coal region, and it's one of those things that I like to use when people say, well, where are you from? And, you know, obviously uh, the Lehigh Valley has some cachet with it. And I remember talking to Matt Millen a couple of years ago, and I said, Matt, describe the Lehigh Valley. And, and the way he described that was, uh, as it was, you know, in relationship to football, it was punch you in the mouth, pick you up, 
punch you in the mouth again. <laughs> and, 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 and Cole Region football, to me, has a certain thing to it, too, when I think about it. You know what I mean? And I, I'm, I'm hoping you can describe that a little bit for the listeners around the nation because it, it's, it's unique the way uh, football is played in the Cole Regions, right? Absolutely. It's a, it's a little different, I think, than you see anywhere else. It's, you always talk about everybody being tough to play football, which I think that's everywhere. Uh, Cole Region takes it to a, to a new level. Whole region, we, everybody who plays prides himself on being tough. You know, you, you want to make your parents proud and your grandparents proud because they grew up in the coal region, in the coal mines. So the only way to do that was to be tough. So mm-hmm. these kids who are playing, you know, they'll tell everybody they play in the coal region. And, and that's one of the first things when anybody asks, uh, when co- colleges call, they say, oh, you're from the coal region, your kid's got to be tough. <laughs> and, and that's really what we pride ourselves is, is being tough and working harder and, you know, being a family here. No, and, 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 it, and it shows on the field. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Justin uh, Franz is the head coach at Minersville High School. We're going to d- dive into the program in, in just a couple of seconds here. But uh, one of the biggest things when we get back to football in 2020 for you guys is uh, you're, you're part of the School Kill League, and you have been, and then there's the Colonial League, which I my team has been a part of, my alma mater, Wilson. And uh, you guys have combined. you put together uh, basically 28 teams at this point. You're going to have four divisions, and that's going to make for some interesting uh, get, getting along type of stuff, right? You, you always had your rivalries, which I guess you're going to keep, but now you're going to have a couple from the Lehigh Valley, so that should be real interesting. Give, give a little snapshot again to these listeners that don't know this. This is a big deal, um, how you're approaching it. Would, I would assume you're excited by it. Oh, I can't wait. I think it's a great thing. I, as long as I've been around football and coaching, we've always said, you know, we need to go join with the Lehigh Valley because it's the same type of football we play here. Uh, we played a lot of the teams to start out with, so you're familiar with them, but to join and to make this new league, uh, this was a huge deal for us. They had a, a big press conference. The coaches were excited. The administrators were excited. Uh, the kids were excited. Uh, we get to keep all our rivalries, but we're, we're making these new ones of teams that are right down the road. So basically you got 10 weeks of, of tough rivalry games coming up, which is, you know, that's what any coach wants. And then you, now you're all part of District 11, too, which then makes it kind of interesting. So I he- have heard some say, well, you know, I kind of like the fact that I liked a little bit of the mystery getting to the, the postseason, but it's possible you may play people twice, which happens anyway. Um, mm-hmm. What about that part of the, the, the merger? Is, is, is it a good thing or a bad thing in your mind? Uh, you know, I like it. I think it's neat. I like, I like being familiar with teams you're playing. Uh, you, got, you got the mystery when you make it to state, so you're playing teams you haven't played before. But right. I think District... Uh, it just makes everybody makes every week a little more important because you know you might see these guys again, so you want to give them your best. You know, if you have them week three, you want to you want to throw your best out there because you might have them again week eleven or twelve. Let's talk. So I, a, I think it's a really neat thing. Yeah, and let's talk a little bat on minors football at this point. As I mentioned, you're a, you're an alum, uh, graduated in two thousand. Uh, you're back a couple of decades later. Um, Tell me what you did when you first took over. Um, certainly, you know the tradition. As you said, you know the coal region tradition. Um, what was your thumbprint you put on it? How much did you change? How much did you keep? You know, it's tough anytime you come in and take over because you want to put your your stamp on the program. Uh, I was lucky enough that I got to coach at Minersville under Pat Mason for nine years before. Uh, I kind of jumped back and forth between Minersville and Blue Mountain where I teach. Uh, so when I got back here, it was, it was after a few years being here. So one of the big things was I wanted to bring back traditions and, and, you know, stuff we did, stuff we've always done, it, little stuff like, uh, pregame stuff. 
Miners jacks is one of our big thing that we used to do when I was in high school and, and uh, pregame warmups. And they kind of got away from that the past few years. And then when I talked to the kids, they said, we want traditions back. We want this Minersville tradition back. So we went right in. I sat down with the kids. We started bringing back this stuff um, that they did before and that we did when I was in high school. So uh, just those little things made a huge difference. Uh, we changed the helmets a little bit, uh, changed the way we walk out, you know, just little things like that. But it, it was important to me to bring that tradition back. Justin France on the line, the head coach at Minersville in Pennsylvania, Minersville, Pennsylvania, the Cole region. We're talking uh, Cole region football here on the High School Football America podcast today. And, and, and coach, you know, one of the things that, you know, is beautiful about the coaching profession is, A, you borrow a lot, right? You reconstitute, yes, whatever it absolutely. is. <laughs> but, but, but you also have, you know, especially when you played in a program, uh, you already mentioned that, you know, who you coached under. But um, was that the same coach that you played under? I, I was just curious. And, I, and if it is, I was just curious or wasn't, you know, what the impact your coach had on you back when you were a player and, and what you may carry through today, aside from those traditions as a coach yourself you know what he had he was an assistant coach when i played so he he had just came back to minors well he was a couple different places uh not long out of college so he he came back so i knew him for then um i worked for him he owned a gym in minors so i've known him for a long time real good friends with him uh, but my head coach was rick jones who, who's bounced around he was he was a coach at Tamaku. He was a coach in Minersville. He was a coach uh, at a Pine Grove, and now he's the head coach at Panther Valley, which is in the school mm-hmm. school league. Uh, I still talk to coach on a on a weekly basis. You know, we're tight. We bounce ideas off uh, each other. I went to him when I got the head job, just on you know things to expect, things I should be thinking about. So he he's been a great help to me. He helped me out when I was a D coordinator before this. Um, he, he's been great to me uh, my whole time since I played with him. I kept in touch with him. Um, now I can harass him a little bit. I get him back for the, for the, for the stuff I went through when I played for him. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's a great relationship. Um, you'll see that like coaches everywhere are tight, but I, I think the coaches in the coal region really, uh, we're all tight. Everybody's bouncing ideas off. If something goes wrong, we're always there to help. Uh, I really think it's some of the closest coaches you're going to get anywhere in this community. Yeah, and and you you just made me homesick. By the way, with the uh, <laughs> one of one of my first gigs as a as a sports journalist when I was a teenager was going and covering a District Eleven Two A wrestling at Panther Valley in Lansford, uh, and uh, I saw a picture <laughs> a on great the, place to uh, go. Oh, it is, and when I, that stadium with the roof over the grandstands, I uh, it, it's brought back memories when I saw them the other day yes. when somebody posted it. It's, it's a great area. Sorry, sorry, folks. We're, we're, I'm reminiscing a little bit, getting a, getting a little nostalgic here with Justin Franz, the head coach at at Minersville and um, let's let's kind of get into you know what you're working for right now we're not working for which is everybody's on the yeah. sidelines the you know the playing field is even and uh, one of the things that you know all of the coaches have been talking about over the last week and a half since we're the podcast kind of went into the coronavirus COVID-19 uh, area is you know what you're doing to keep in touch with the kids you know luckily there's technology these days and you know certainly the community's tight but you know you don't have the same interaction so tell me a little bit about what the the miners are doing uh, here during this little hiatus let's call it man just like just like everybody said this this came at a pretty bad time we've uh we've been in the weight room since december we've been getting 35 40 kids every time we were on a great roll uh and, and the kids were working awesome and, and this hit so we you know you had to adapt somebody said the other day on the podcast that coaches are the best at rolling with the punches and, and i agree with that we had to we had to figure out what to do as soon as we found out we couldn't be in there anymore, you know, the text messages were flying. All the coaches 
uh, talking to each other, all the kids messaging me. Um, I try and stay in contact with them multiple times a day. We have the team team chat on text messages going back and forth, uh, asking me for workouts. They're sending me pictures and videos of what they're doing. Um, they, they want to try the zoom chat, which I've never done before, but I've been, <laughs> I've been doing this with the other coaches this week. So I, I'm going to try that out with the kids to install some stuff. Uh, but you know, texting multiple times a day on, on the call on the phone, um, it's pretty much been constant communication, just not face to face, which is really cool. You know, it's great that we've been able to do that. Zoom, old dog, new tricks. That's the way I'm kind of <laughs> kind of putting it together for everybody. Justin <laughs> France is on the line for Minersville, and and Coach, uh, I also mentioned, uh, I think it was the other day with Josh Ragsdale out of Dallas. I said, you know, a, you know, you old dogs me included at 59, you know, can learn those new tricks, especially from kids that are more technologically sound maybe than, than some of us old guys and all that. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, um, one of the things that he talked about, and I'm just curious what you think about it is, while you see leadership in a weight room, right, you can see that develop. Mm-hmm. I think you can see it develop now from kids that, you know, maybe can't get in contact and who are his, who is, is not taking, you know, kind of taking control maybe. Are, are you seeing that at all within your program? Oh, it, it's been awesome this year. It's, you know, leadership right away. We we had a few kids that jumped ahead in the weight room, uh, a couple seniors, a couple juniors, uh, sophomores even, who, who've taken it right upon themselves. And now since this has come, those same people have taken over the, the text messages and the organization and making sure the kids are, are being accountable with their workouts and, and just keeping keeping in touch with me and keeping in touch with the other coaches and, and the team. You know, you have the leadership on this team this year is, is just been fantastic I, I i'm so excited about it it's just such a different feel uh kids have just taken it upon themselves you know without even have to tell them anything they just go out and go above and beyond and and you can't ask for more as a coach yeah and let's get some of those kids in by name that you're seeing the leadership out of and who you also expect to you know take that leadership and then uh, be when they're on the field uh you know bringing that leadership to to the program oh absolutely we uh uh we we're returning a couple of seniors who really taken over in the weight room. We have Dylan Smith, who's our, who's our center linebacker, uh, D tackle kind of does everything for us. Probably has all sorts of lifting records too. Uh, real tough, strong kid. Uh, Luke Tobin, Jimmy Chikora, Taylor McGovern, Jason Petrozino, our whole line has been in the weight room, had just been busting our butts and, and actually have, these guys have reached out to our junior high kids and have taken them under the wings and really shown them the ropes. Uh, but then we have people like Johnny Adams and Jared Gray, who are, they're only going to be juniors and they've come in and they've completely taken over leadership, taking, making sure everybody's where they need to be doing the right things, encouraging, you know, not the most vocal guys, but the guys who, who lead by example, they're in the weight room constantly. We have, you know, we even have young kids, James Dubay is a kid who's only going to be a sophomore who's missed maybe two lifting the entire time. Uh, Luke Gretzky, who's a sophomore lineman for us, who, who's there all the time. So we have these kids who are just constantly in the weight room working hard and, and just taking ownership of this team, which is which is fantastic. And, and Coach, one of the things, too, that um, – well, I, actually not one of these things, too, because I haven't asked this question over the last week during what we're going through as, as a world is – 
when we get the go-ahead, right? Okay, you can get back in the weight room. You can do your things. You guys don't have spring ball in Pennsylvania. I was just curious about your philosophy because I think sometimes human nature is to just jam the gas pedal down, right? And and, mm-hmm. and try to make up for whatever it will have been. Uh, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. We don't know at this point yet. But I mean, what will your philosophy be? Uh, because again, it's not like you have a disadvantage because every program is on the same level right now yeah. doing the same thing, locked down. Yeah, you know, you know, as a coach, being a competitor, you want to jump right back in, like you said, and, and go 100 miles an hour right away. But you got you got to kind of step back. Like when we get back, whether this is three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, you, you're almost you're not restarting from scratch, but you almost got to restart from scratch and and build those relationships, build the the comfort in the weight room around the team again, because you know social distancing. You know, you haven't had 40 guys together, so you kind of want to get in that, that first day or two, build everything back up. And then get going. So as much as I want to jump in 100 miles an hour, go here we go, throw the weights around. <laughs> you're gonna to have to take a step back for a day or two and see, because because like you said, perfect example. Everybody's in the same. Everybody's in this together. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Uh, Justin Franz from Minersville uh, on the line right now, talking some Batlin Miners. And I love that name, by the way. Just <laughs> so so cool. It, 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 you don't have to guess where you're from and what you do. Let's put it that Absolutely way. not. That, that, <laughs> it's a sense of pride for us. <laughs> you, you know, we always say our, our town's surrounded by by coal mines, so why not be the Batlin Miners? I mean, what a cool nickname. Yeah, and and well, that's a question because you know you know me. I jump all over on the podcast here. We give pe- <laughs> we give people history lessons, geography lessons. Are there active mines still in Minersville? There are, and you know what I love about it because I'm a history teacher, so I, I love this stuff. But uh, there are there's coal mines all over. You drive, you know, thirty seconds outside the main street, you're in you're at Saint Nicholas Breaker, which is one of the biggest coal mines around. We have the trains running multiple times a week that are just filled with coal in and out. I mean, this is really the biggest region in the world for anthracite coal mining so so it's still a sense of pride a lot of our families are still working in the coal mines uh same thing that's always been a little safer now but you know it's the same thing <laughs> no longer canary in the coal mine right that's no uh, absolutely not <laughs> hope not <laughs> not at all justin france on the line minersville football as you can tell we're we're going here and there on this uh, so i'm going to ask the history coach uh, it just kind of popped into my mind here uh because again i said we all you know uh, the, in this profession you all borrow and we can't say steal but you reconstitute yeah. and all that sort Absolutely. of stuff so what's the the historically what's the best thing you've ever learned whether it was as a player as a coach something that kind of has stuck with you through the history of your career as a player in LNHC? Uh, you know what? There's so much. I, I can go from one thing to another. I took, you know, how to run a weight room, the organization, uh, toughness. But but the thing, and I'm going to, I'll stick to this forever, is is to build relationships with these kids. I mean, you, you can't build a program. You can't win games if you don't have these relationships and you don't have the, the trust of the kids. So uh, I, I got this from my coaches. Um, coaches I have coaching with me right now are phenomenal with it coaches I played for is just building that trust, building that relationship. One of my, my favorite thing about coaching is I'm still getting messages. I'm still talking to people and, and who I've coached 15, 16 years ago. And, and that's number one with me. I want to, I want to, these kids understand that I care about them and I care about their families, uh, what's going on. And that's how I hired a staff based on the, the people that I knew were going to do that. Uh, that's more important to me than X's and O's and any of that. We can, we can teach that, but if you can build a relationship 
and have these kids understand that you care about them, that that's absolutely number one in my book. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, let's swing that into what you just mentioned there about the staff. One of the beautiful things I believe about the sport in general around America is that, you know, people like yourself play, get all that great stuff from the coaches back in the day. And now you're giving back to the student athletes. Uh, and, and in a lot of the smaller communities, a lot of these guys have done the same thing, right? There's a, there's that bloodline there. There's their, there's that battling minor bloodline. Do you guys have that there? Talk a little bit about your staff and how you put it together. Oh, absolutely. We have, I mean, my D coordinator, Jeff Polinsky, he's a, a battling minor guy through and through played here, coached here many years. Uh, I've been friends with him for a long time. So he came back, Scott Schwalm, uh, Schwalm's a big battle miner's name. They they were some of the toughest people ever to play in in the program. So uh, he's here. He's running our line for us. Uh, he was the OC. He's helping me out, calling plays. Fantastic guy. I, I have people like Dan Hopkins and Steve Smalley and Jeff Tobin and Dave King who've all played uh, Mike Litwack. They've all played for Minersville and, and come back to help out and really, really, you know, show their pride in the town and their program back here. And then, and then I got to hire, you know, people who coach, who I coached. One of the, one of the biggest things for me is going out and getting a kid like Dylan Reber who played for me at blue mountain. And now I get to have him on my staff and, and let him work and kind of hopefully teach him some things that the people before me uh, taught. But then, you know, I brought in some great guys. I have Chad Marquit, Matt Hurst, Scott Yags, and, and, a former sergeant major in the Marines, Joe Liptock, who I just brought in this year to help out it, which, you know, my favorite thing about coaching is getting to work with some of my best friends and, and people who I coach. So, you know, my staff, all everybody says it, but I'll take my staff against anybody. We, we all get along. We all work together. Uh, and, and number one, every single person on that staff cares about the kids. And, and you just made me homesick again. Those folks, if you're asking where are those names coming from, they're coming from the coal region and, <laughs> and, and where I hail from. We actually joked before yeah. we rolled the tape because there's there's two ways to pronounce uh, F-R-A-N-T-Z. Uh, <laughs> I have friends that are France, and then there's France. <laughs> and, 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 and you said, Coach, there, there's, there's a battle within, right? Everybody, you know, that is. it's just funny. It's yeah. part of what makes everything great. We're uh, talking with Justin France, Minersville head coach. We're going to put you back into that uh, that history cap there. We mentioned at the very top about the Pottsville Maroons, uh, Kings Village mm-hmm. Plaza, I believe. How's that? Yes, from? it is. That's a memory where the stadium was. But uh, as that history coach, is that something that, that gets discussed a lot, or is that kind of falling into the backside, or is there a little community pride about that? No, it is. It's still, uh, it's still a sense of pride for us right here because, you know, that was called Minersville. That was Battling Minor Park at one point, and that was – the highway right that went by there uh, used to be called the Minersville Pottsville Highway. Now it's the Pottsville Maroons Highway. So it, it is still something we bring about. Um, you know, we're going back in the Coleridge history, but we're very deep in history here. People know the history. People people celebrate it. We're, we're proud of it. So people are proud of the, the Maroons, what they did. Um, the kids know about it. Um, so it just it is. It's a sense of pride for us. There's signs up right there in Kings Village. Uh, where the Pots and Maroons played and a little bit of history about them. So it's definitely still there. It's definitely on everybody's minds, and, and the kids even realize it. Yeah, and uh, as the history coach here, because there's probably some people listening out there going, uh, Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, Pittsburgh Steelers. Can, can you give, a, give them a little history lesson here on the, uh, the Maroons? Wow. Oh, absolutely. They were, they were, you know, a, a professional football team in the 1920s who, 
who won the title. They won, they won the championship and it was, it was never given to them because they, they played other, they played college teams too back then when you could do it. Uh, so the, the title was stolen from them and given to the Cardinals, but, but we all know who the true champion was at that time. So the, the Maroons, <laughs> they deserve their, their day and their trophy. Well, you know, this is our online lesson today, uh, uh, coach slash teacher for, of history. We, we'll give you an A-plus on that one. You can turn in the paperwork when we Thank get you. back into class. <laughs> Justin Fronts from Minersville is on the line. And let's wrap up with this because I'm very positive. I, I told you uh, a couple of times, you know, uh, 5-1, May 1, I think we're going to be back to the, the new normal. I think we'll probably be getting back at it and all that. Um, you already said what you're going to do, not not stomp on the gas pedal and all that. But let's, let's talk 2020 because I believe it's going to happen. Uh, what are some of the boxes yep. that you want to check once we get back to uh, actually, you know, weightlifting and, and, and doing some X and X's and O's and all that good stuff? What are you looking for to have a successful 2020 in the new hybrid school kill uh, colonial league? Uh, you know what? Our, our numbers have been going up this year. We have a bunch of new kids coming out. We're, we're changing a little bit on offense. We're changing our defense. Uh, we're going to let these kids play fast. We're comfortable with our speed. We got, we got Gabe Davis, who I didn't mention before, an all-state wide receiver. We got Ryan Andruchik. We got uh, uh, Brock Talinsky, who's the fastest kid on our team. So we, we have speed all over the place. So we're looking to, looking to open it up, which, you know, it's funny. I always tease everybody and said, this goes against everything I was ever taught. My dad was a football coach and was always three yards in a cloud of dust. So we're, we're going to go in and, and uh, spread it out and sling it around, let Johnny Adams, our quarterback, make some decisions and, and be the athlete that he is uh, on defense. We're going to get as many athletes on the field as, as we can and just, just run around and make plays. We're going to open it up for these kids this year and, and let them go kind of, kind of let them loose, uh, play back minors football with, with a twist. We're going to be tough, but we're going to play a little bit of a spread <laughs> this year. So <laughs> oh, that'll have everybody turn their heads a little bit. And coach, well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I, I said that was the last question. I got one more for you because you brought up your Absolutely. father, and I did read something. I think it was a preview going into into uh, last season that you, you talked about that kind of you know three yards in a cloud of dust type of thing. But, <laughs> but but you know, I talked about who your you know old coaches that made an impact on you and all that. What about your father? What of what of your father as a coach is in son, and and what are some of the things he said? You know what, Dad, I, I think we'll change this part of it. <laughs> you know what, my dad was a uh, he was an old army guy, so he was, he was tough. He loved Coleridge and football. He played at Minersville. He coached at Minersville. I I was I was proud enough that my first job I got to coach freshman football with him, mm. which was which was one of the all time you know coolest things ever. Uh, so we had a great time. He, he was a tough guy. He wanted, he wanted to line up. He wanted, he didn't want to mess around with schemes. Let's go out and get on people, man on man, and just blow them off the ball and, and, and run them back. Throw only if we had to. <laughs> so, uh, that's why no matter what, no matter what spread we do, any of this, I, I'll still have that little package in there. That that's a, a tribute to my dad that's lining up and, and we're going to go right out of it. And we're, we're going to, we're going to be tough. We're going to get those three yards and then we're going to see what we can do. Yeah. So that, that's what I got from him. He loved football. Uh, um, unfortunately he, he passed away, but, uh, but I know he's still here. He, he, he was, he was a battle miner through and through. It was funny when, uh, when I coached the Blue Mountain, he showed up with all the games with the Miners will hat on anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> sometimes that doesn't go over real well, but you know, no, what? sometimes it doesn't, but that, that was his style. Uh, 
so he's still here. So I, I still have a lot of influence from him and, and, and I, people tease me all the time. They're like, Oh, if your dad knew you were running four wides, five wides, throwing the ball. <laughs> so you got to mix it up a little bit, change with the times. Too funny. Uh, and, and you know what? I'm having so much fun here. Maybe it's just, again, a little homesick during these uh, tough times for us, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw one more in there because I made Absolutely. you do, I made you do the coal region, you know, description, the ambassador, uh, the mayor of, mm-hmm. I'm going to have you put your ambassador. <laughs> hat on here because you've mentioned some of those names that that again people are thinking they're you know, what's a tamakwa <laughs> i always say <laughs> you know tamakwa hakandakwa you just keep throwing them on but anyway it's a, a very oh, we do. big area for native american the native american yes. culture and all that but uh, what i was going to ask you is put the ambassador hat back on and mention some of those programs because i know we're going to have a lot of listeners here from pennsylvania on the show uh it's just some of the programs that you remember obviously yours is at the top but there's some some really great traditionally good high school football programs are you able to do that history coach oh absolutely i uh like i said i think the programs around here are some of the the closest uh just tight-knit community so you got places like potsville uh i got two brother-in-laws that that coach at potsville so uh, my wife's from potsville i know a lot about them that's one of the all-time winningest programs in in pennsylvania history um you know you got shenandoah uh, Tamaqua is a big one, Pine Grove, Schoolhaven, which is, you know, a rivalry. Uh, Mike Flores, you're not going to find a better coach around. The uh, same with North Schuylkill. you got Wally Hall up there. They're, they're just producing people, producing great teams all the time. Um, Pine Grove, you got, I, I mentioned, uh, Panther Valley. I could just go on and on with all these different places. Nativity, which is our big rivalry, Week 10, so i gotta, I got to mention them. Monoy area. Uh, I, I know I missed a couple, but this whole Schuylkill League is just, you know, I, I'm North close with everybody. Jim Thorpe, Schuylkill, all those, yeah, yeah they're all yeah. kind of throw in there. I, I help you out a little bit there on that. And, you know, it's it's going to be fun to see how the, the two leagues merge together there. No no doubt about that. And uh, love uh, love hearing the energy in your voice. That's uh, <clears throat> that's one of the great things, right? Uh, when you, you come back and you're a little bit younger, you got that new, you can change things. Yeah, Dad, we're, we're going to keep it the same, but we're going to we're going to adapt with the time. Yep. And it sounds like you're, you're doing absolutely. Absolutely, that it's been fun to get to to know you here over the the last uh, week, if you will, on on Twitter yeah. and all that. I saw your I, I just saw your uh, your weight room, so that's good. So thanks that's for it. sharing that. I'm sure we're going to see the Batlin Miners uh, uniforms when we do that on Thursday. So yeah, we'll put those up for you, Coach. Uh, you know, congratulations. Be safe there. Uh, keep everybody healthy. But when you get back, can't wait to see uh, what happens to you guys in in 2020. So, so thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Uh, Absolutely. It was my pleasure. And like I said before, just thank you what you do for the, for all the coaches and the kids and the sport. Uh, it, it's fantastic what you're doing on Twitter and, and the podcast and your website. You know, everybody appreciates you what you do. So you know, thank you. Keep you up. Keep it up. If you ever need anything, and, and come back to the Coal Region sometime. We'll treat you. Uh, it's, it, it's a date. We will definitely do it. And thank you for the kind words. Thank you. And don't forget to join us on Twitter each and every day this week as we bring the high school football community together with sharing all kinds of fun stuff and topics from around the nation. Today's is share video of your weight room, or uh, you can put up a photo of that as well. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability and customer service with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. Get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of High School Football America.